Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Follow us online. Of course, visit our website, www.heroesofcosplaysanctuary.com for weekly content on cosplay fandoms, interviews, tips on how to build your cosplay brand and of course it's always a safe space for you to share your stories of what motivates you to stay active within the community and contribute to our cause to bring cosplayers together in this space season three united we're wrapping up our first week back folks and it's been a great week we've had some interesting topics that i've wanted to cover and do want to get into this season of course this week i am talking about fandoms and just how hard it is to keep up with them in cosplay not only not only is making the content relatively difficult because it's very expensive and you have to now play the game with the algorithm and you have to play the game with the quote-unquote constantly creating more content constantly feeding the beast so that you can stay relevant you have this in stuck in your head this is where we are with our fandoms usually there's more than one fandom to keep up with we like to explore many fandoms. And we've talked about the high cost of cosplay before, uh, but even without the cosplay itself, there's everything that goes into sharing it online and the cons. There's you know, the reasons behind the cosplay, you know, the, the fandom. That's really what we're going to talk about today. It's your appreciation for the cosplay, your appreciation for Marvel and DC and everything anime, films, TV, games, Whatever the case may be, and you know what? It's all really expensive, and it keeps getting more and more expensive, especially this year with all the inflation, right? Depending on the genre, you may collect something, memorabilia, comics, toys, games, collectibles. There's just a long list of stuff that goes along with the fandom that's outside of the cosplay. Merchandising is much of what surrounds the community. Complete shows have been produced in the past just to sell merchandise. He-Man is a really good example of that in the 80s. The show was created to promote the toy, not the other way around. Can the high cost of fandom be avoided? You know, I wish I could tell you that there is a way to be savvy all of the time with your brand and with your hobby, but there isn't always. I would love for there to be a really good answer for you this week on, oh, this is how you can be really thrifty with fandoms, and this is how you can do this, and this is how you can do that. Sometimes you can get lucky. And you can have these companies reach out to you and give you free things and you can do unboxings and what have you. Those things that you're always going after, whether they're props, whether they're figurines, whether they're comic books, you're not just going to get it all for free. And oftentimes the price of the ones that you want goes up, not down. It's very hard to find something that you can barter for in that space. Even if you do find a good price online, you're going to keep wanting more. Budgeting can help. And of course, finding the giveaways online that I've kind of already danced around as we've been talking through this. You can sometimes find things for free. Getting yourself set up for monetization, for example, through coffee, through Patreon, having an Amazon wish list. You know, these are all things that you can do to attempt to monetize your platform. But, you know, as you grow, you're going to attract brands to your platform and you know again they'll potentially send you things they will send you things in terms of being an influencer so your your ultimate goal might be as it is for many influencers to get the brand deals and not necessarily the things that go along with the fandom you're really just looking for 
brands that will work with you and it's an overall larger picture to monetization. There is a cost to share. There's a buy-in to fandom. What we can do here on the show is bring you awareness of what you're signing up for and to help you structure how you do what you do to begin bringing money in instead of having it all go out. And I've been a victim of that myself because let me tell you, setting up a show isn't cheap. <laughs> there are parts of it that are, but overall, it's really the high cost of marketing. It's really the high cost of creating the cosplay, getting it in front of a camera, continuing to upgrade all of your equipment, all of your cosplays, all of your edits, learning all of those skills. There's a there's a learning curve. You, there's There's so much. And if you don't have the resources for it, it's not going to exist anymore. And I know that cosplay in its roots really comes from people being innovative, being creative, finding things that really aren't that expensive and turning them into a masterpiece. And that's part of the fun of the cosplay. But so much of it has become purchase, film, discard. And that's an unfortunate part of the community as it is now. Cosplay is a hobby. When things get tight, hobbies are always the first thing to go, right? So the industry will convince you that you have to keep doing this because if they don't, they are going to lose quite a bit of their mainstay with cosplayers who support all of the fandoms, who support the cons, who sell the characters, who sell all of these things in space and don't get very much for that in return. So overall, fandom can be very expensive. Going to the cons, finding all the fun things that you want to express those fandoms, meeting the people who are involved in that space with those fandoms, collaborating with them, just talking to them, buying the ticket and getting the signature as you do at many cons, buying the video games, it goes on and on and on. And with that, thanks so much for being here, everyone. Be sure to share the podcast, to comment, and to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. Of course, this is Scotty B with Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. We will say more next week. Bye-bye, everybody.